0: so you can stop stopping yourself at the fear of the unknown and finally take your inspired vision and turn it into an impactful business there's no excuses here are you ready to commit let's do this yeah let's roll okay take 3 here we are okay so so let me rephrase my question phrase it rephrase the question cuz what i really to ask was how do we as smart women kick ourselves in the ass because here's what I'm noticing about people in the world right now. But people with no habits aren't waking up at 5 a.m. in the morning. Agreed. Okay.
1: And neither am I. I don't (laughs) wake up at 5 a.m. and I have good habits. I wake up at closer to 6 a.m. I mean, 5 a.m. is just too, it doesn't work with my routine. So everybody's got to pick something that works with their routine. My advice is what makes you feel good in the morning that you can do that doesn't over stimulate your brain and that doesn't um i guess have you cowering in fear so in other words like what's something easy you can do in the morning that you feel like you can get something accomplished and you get off to a good start in your day
0: yeah like what give me something
1: like make your freaking
0: bed make your bed (laughs) <laughs> there's a lot there's, of science behind that.
1: Like, right. There is science behind it. And it's not that difficult. And you have no excuse to yourself to have like this disheveled bed. Actually, I need to make mine. Um, to have this disheveled ass bed, uh, you know, throughout the day in your house. Because you do something really, really, really small. And then you feel positive, And then you do another thing that's really, really small. And you feel good about that. And then you do two or three things that are really small in the morning that make you feel good about yourself. And then all of a sudden you've built momentum without even having to try that hard. And then you can tackle a task that really is, all right, I need to focus completely on this and get this shit done. Confidence,
0: building confidence. That's what I heard you saying. Build yes. your confidence. You've been letting yourself down for a really long time. Now, you're on the Smart Woman Show right now. I know you're doing like a million things for media right now, but you're on the Smart Woman Show. What women are doing right now is outrageous. It's extraordinary. And they're trying to multitask and do it all. Be the best mom, run a billion-dollar corporation, and be a really hot, sexy wife. And have a clean house. Like, think about what's happening in the women's world right now.
1: Well, I mean, you left off like 50 other things that amazing women do. Exactly. So I am, you know, I am all behind everything you said. In fact, I'm speaking at a uh, a woman's event uh, with 200 women. I'm the only male speaker. So this is a good warm up for me. Um, my mother would be extremely proud of me right now. So yeah. thank you, mom. Um, but it. it it really is an extraordinary time in our lives um, for uh, especially for women and now though, women should take advantage of the time they have at home with their loved ones to get as much support as they can and start that business idea that they've had in the back of their mind for all these years because now's the time to do it. You have a good two to three months like this is a reality people. sorry, but it is. So during that time we all have a choice. We can hide or we can prosper, it all starts with habits like you described. It all starts with that morning, make the bed, walk to the coffee shop. My coffee shops here are still open. They're letting in one person at a time. I walk a mile to get my coffee. The coffee's the reward for the walk. And then I walk back a mile after. So first thing in the morning, I've made my bed, I had my coffee, and I did a two-mile walk. And that's, you know, before 8 a.m. So I feel pretty good about myself, right? And then I can get some more momentum on for the rest of the day. But ladies, now is the time, whatever that idea you've had that you've been hiding is the time for you to step out with it because the world needs to hear more voices and needs to, needs to hear what you have to share.
0: Yeah, in particularly women's voice. So what do you think, since we're talking, you know, since, you know, let me prepare you for your stage here, Michael. I think this is a great opportunity. You know, why aren't women using their voices more? Because you're going to get on a stage and you're going to tell them, now's the time, now's the time. What's the one thing that's going to stop them from doing that? Other than habits.
1: Well, I mean... Look, I believe this is the same for women and men. It's just a way harder for men to admit anything negative about themselves, right? So that's my personal opinion only. Um, I would say limiting beliefs for both men and women are what hold us back from sharing with the world the things that we can educate so many on. Like we don't believe in ourselves enough or we have that negative voice in our head telling us we're not good enough, or we've had the help of others, whether it's family, how we were raised, relationships we've been in, media, that we're not good enough. So we don't take that leap. We don't take that step forward to be heard. And I think really that's, that's what it is. And I, look, I speak from experience for a long time. I didn't think people wanted to hear me. I didn't think my message was strong enough. You know, I dealt with addiction for 20 years uh, or 30 years, really, with different addictions in my life, whether it was gambling or drugs or porn or whatever it might have been. And a lot of us have addictions. um, And I think those addictions keep a limiting perspective on our own mindset so we don't think we're good enough and we use the addiction to uh to hide basically so i think some of those limiting beliefs are are the reasons and what how i was able to overcome is i discovered uh, flow and living in flow which is a premise of of making decisions by following your intuitive guide and if it's not a hell yes in your life it should be a fuck no in everything that you do
0: Cool. Can you say that one more time? That was real. Actually, and while you're saying that, let me film you because that was just so rad. I love that. That was not boring.
1: Oh, thank you. I'm, (laughs) I'm, I'm glad I'm stepping it up. See, when the energy
0: comes, I give it back. I love it. That's what we're here for. Okay, can you say that one more time?
1: Yeah, so I truly believe my life changed when I discovered flow which is a premise of following your intuitive guide. And if it's not a hell yes in your life, then it should be a fuck no in everything that you're doing. Bleep, bleep,
0: bleep. I love it. I love it. because And women, listen, smart women listening. You're either happy and content or you're angry, frustrated, pissed off driving in, in drive mode. Women, we've been able to experience our emotions, all of the emotions in between. And so you guys are like, well, if it's not a hell yes, it's a hell no. For us, it's like we don't feel, or for some of us, for some of us, we don't feel like we can say hell no.
1: That's, again, a limiting belief that you've convinced yourself of over time and time and time is that, you know, you're a wife and you're, you know, you're a mother and you can't say no. Like you have obligations as a wife, you have obligations as a mother, you have obligations as, you know, a, um, an entrepreneur, you have obligations as whatever else you're creating in the world, um, which is, is probably a lot if they're listening to this podcast. So they have multiple, you know, responsibilities that they're juggling, and they just don't know how to say no.
0: Well, that sounds like a victim mentality to me.
1: It, it is. Uh, it, it is for a lot of us. I mean, well, doesn't I have not I know, 100%. That's what we're saying. It does not work. Like, you can do anything, but you can also find an excuse to do nothing. You have the choice. Yes, is it more difficult for somebody who is married with children and a full time job to take a two week vacation to Bali, let's say? Of course. Does that mean you can't do it because you have a full-time job, you have children and a spouse? No, of course not. You can, of course, do that. Yeah, and You can also start a side hustle if you plan accordingly with your time. It might take you a while, but if you want to start some speaking business, let's say, um, and you're in the I don't know nursing industry because that's such a hot topic right now, and you want to speak on behalf of all nurses. Well, you don't think there's an audience for that? Hell yeah, there's an audience for that, right? Okay.
0: So and- where do they start? Let's say they're bought in. Let's say they're listening right now, watching right now, and they're like, "Okay, Michael, what do I do? Just tell me what to do. I'm going to do it."
1: Okay, so for the uh, example I just gave, just start doing, you know, lives. Once a week at the same exact time every week, where your kids are gone, your job is gone, your spouse is gone, whatever. This is your hour. You've booked it. It's for you. And you're going to bring a guest on once a week, every week, to talk about that specific subject. Then you're going to slowly start telling your friends about it and you're going to add them to the conversation and you're going to slowly, slowly start building a community. Then you're going to move them over to a group. Then you're going to provide them. People that are experts in this subject that can train them on a specific topic. And then you just start building from there. And then three to five, six months after, you're going to put out your first e-course. That's going to be very, very cheap because you want to give value to your audience at first, but that you're going to actually see something coming back from, and then you're going to see an audience start building. And now all of a sudden you have a group of people that believe in you that you can actually sell something to. And then you can start thinking, oh my God, I'm going to blow this up so I can quit this damn job, which is what we all want to do. So that's a basic structure of just how to build it. Yeah. You got got to just do it. It's it's not not all about... Yeah, you don't have to plan it. And then, I mean, look, planning is always good, but people will get stuck in that mode of, oh, I got to do this, and I I don't have these guests lined up, and you know, I I don't have the exact time. Oh, I'm three minutes late. I tried to get on, but I couldn't get on. I'm just going to do it next week. You know, whatever it is. I mean, you've heard all the excuses. I mean, I've given all the excuses in my life, and I'm sure you probably have too, or And, you know, it's about, okay, enough with the excuses. This isn't getting me anywhere. I'm in the same spot on the hamster wheel that I was five years ago. I don't want to be there anymore.
0: Yeah. So move. Get off the hamster wheel.
1: Exactly. Take the smallest step. The smallest commitment can lead to the biggest change. Yeah.
0: I guarantee if you're listening to this right now or watching this right now, you're called to something greater. Like it's just a hundred percent. If you're immersing yourself in podcasts like this, it's for a reason. And so you get to listen to people like Michael. You get to read people like Michael's books. You get to sign up for his courses. You get to be around him because that's what it takes. I mean, how many mentors do you have, Michael?
1: I mean, over the years, I've had several. You know, you could take something from every one of them. And, you know, I, the interesting thing is, I wrote a book, it's called Chasing the High, I was promoting to everybody to buy this book. And then I started thinking to myself, when's the last time I read a book? (laughs) How am I telling all these other people to read books when all I read was business news? That's all I read. All I cared about is the business, the news, what's going on? How do I, you know, grow my company, blah, 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 blah. Then I sold my company. And I realized, you know what, I haven't, read any books. And I have a whole stack of books here. I support all my friends when they come out with a book. I just didn't read it. And do you know what I found? All my friends do the same exact thing. (laughs) And And so I said, all right, I'm done with this. I'm reading 10 to 20 pages every single
0: day. Awesome.
1: Of a book. And I just started doing that this year. And I'm already almost through my fifth book. And like I hadn't read, I didn't read five books all last year. So again, it's just making small changes, and that has really shifted my mindset because it's given me great ideas to continue to incorporate in my life to make myself more productive, to build on the habit of habit-making that you spoke about before, which is a chapter in my book, um, uh, The Habit of Habit-Making, where it talks about the importance of building strong habits in your life, and then as you evolve as a human, that your habits actually evolve with you because the same habits you had five years ago that might have resonated with you they might not resonate with you now so you have to change them.
0: yeah and you guys actually you get to download that chapter for free so we're gonna put the link in here in here down here if you're watching and on the podcast if you're if you're listening um, you get that the habit of habit-making chapter 2 right is that chapter 2 for free of your book <laughs>
1: Um, the habit of habit making is not chapter two. Uh, I'll let you know the, it's actually chapter eight.
0: Okay. Chapter eight is free. Um, I'll put the link down here for you guys. So, okay. So consistency, communication, and connection are your three pillars. Let's talk about those. I just, I'm just being like, I'm trusting my intuition right now in reminding the women listening that confidence is Michael's three pillars are consistency, communication and connection, which he's going to talk about right now, but confidence and what he actually spoke about on the very beginning of this. It's like, make your bed, show yourself that you can actually show up and do something consistently and create the, the confidence that you can actually follow through with something. So, okay, that, that, that was for you guys. So, Michael, consistency, communication, connection. Why those three pillars?
1: So, it's extremely important if you want to achieve things in life to be consistent. Great ball players don't become, you know, amazing athletes uh, because they don't practice every day for hours a day, usually at the same time every day. They eat, they put things in their body that are going to keep them at optimal peak performance. They're consistent about it. And it takes consistency even just to get out of your bed, I mean, at a certain time. Like you were talking about waking up early before, it takes consistency to train yourself to do it. Um, So to even make your bed, I never used to make it, but I make it almost every day now. You know, and it's the consistent actions that then just become habits, right? So when you talk about habits, like how do you become, like it's, there's studies all over the place, but it seems to be like the number 66 is a good day, is a good uh, time that if you do something for 66 days in a row, it becomes a habit for you, right? So like we all wake up and we don't really think twice, but we all wake up and brush our teeth. Like Mm -hmm. we all do that. That's like a second nature habit because we've been doing it all our lives. Like the first thing we do when we get out of bed is brush our teeth. It's the same thing with making your bed. It's the same thing with going for a walk and getting exercise. It's the same thing with reading every single night before bedtime for 10 to 20 pages, whatever it might be. So consistency is huge if you want to advance in your life, period. Personal, professional, whatever it might be. Communication is probably the most important C of all of them. Because without communication, then there is a complete inability to connect. Well, connection is my third C, but communication is extremely important because look, you and I are from different parts of the world, different places, we've had different backgrounds, and I, we, we're, speak, we're both speaking English. But we could be talking two totally different languages because we don't know the path that we've walked to get to where we are. This is a lot of the problems with men and women communicating, right? Yeah. If we don't understand each other's perspective, then how do we know we understand each other's language? hmm So it's really important when communicating with somebody that you understand the perspective that they're coming from. You don't have to agree with what everybody says. In fact, if... You, you won't agree with what most say because you were born with different parents who had different who were born from different parents in a different time, in a different path, and a different place, right? Different economic situations, different religion situations, different race situations. You know, just a, a different uh, situation across the board. Yeah. So you're obviously going to have different opinions on things. It doesn't make you right. It doesn't make you wrong. But when you can establish and take the time to understand where the person across from you is coming from, what led them to their opinions, what led them to their situation, then your communication is at a much higher level. And this goes with your employees, this goes with your family, this goes with your friends, this goes with everybody. So establishing that line will up-level your communication, if that makes sense. Then that, commu- that communication then will lead you to be able to form strong connections. Connections are what has led me to forming tribes in my life. I like to call them tribes because we all have a vast, uh, vast amount of interests in our life. And like I have, so I have tribes in these variety of different interests, right? So I have an entrepreneurial tribe. So these are all people that, Over the years, I've come to know through entrepreneur organizations and such, where we both built businesses, we have a lot of things in common, there aren't a lot of entrepreneurs in the world who can relate to each other and understand the struggles that we go through. So because we can relate to each other, we've walked that similar path, we have that communication, and that allows us to form that strong connection. So I have that in my entrepreneur tribes, in different tribes I travel with. There's different people in my life that we like traveling together, right? There's other people who we like meditating and we like talking about mindset things together, right? So, um, you know, there's other people I do athletic things with. Um, so when you have that base foundation of communication where you establish things that you're on the same page about, that you relate to, then you form that bond and that communication that eventually will lead you to having tribes in your life. So it's the consistency in how you do things, the way and the ability to communicate and relate when you communicate, and then that um, that third ability to connect through that communication that really are the C's that really... Allow me to elevate my life and help el- others elevate theirs. I love it. And so I love hopefully it. that was—I uh, mean, hopefully it wasn't boring. But you know, those are those are the C's that you know that I roll with. My three C's, and in this day of the coronavirus, you know, it's all about having multiple C's. We need more C's here to <laughs> hit that little corona sea off the ledge
0: listen you're not boring what's boring is that, i'm
1: just joking
0: you know you know you no know, but here but here's the thing like it is so easy for you know for us to get caught up in in what and we're missing my point is is that we're missing a whole level of people when we're just talking about, oh yes, this habit and that habit and, and, and this book that was read and we're missing the people who like, aren't even there yet. Like,
1: <laughs> I'm ready now. All right. I'm ready. I am ready. All right? I had to put these on to disinfect like those people that were not ready for. It, okay.
0: Like, <laughs> not ready. They're in the drift. We're going to pull them out. Pull them out. Yes, and, and that I'm, I'm so happy that this is coming up, and it's coming up very much on purpose. It's not that the women listening to this are caught in the drift and that they can't. It's that you, me, and the women listening, we have a responsibility. What's your shirt say for crying out loud? People matter. Exactly. He's wearing a T-shirt that says people matter. Not just the people who get it. All people. All people, and we get to stand for what I like to call the drift. The people who don't, who are so unaware, who are so unconscious, to tell them to have consistency, communication, and connection in their life, they're like, eh, what? Never mind that. You know what I'm saying? And so it's like, ladies, we get to stand. We get to link arms with Michael. It was so refreshing speaking with you today. If there's one last thought that you have, what is it?
1: One last thought. Um, something I learned the hard way through six years of legal battles with my ex-business partner. Oh yeah, that's one. Don't make emotional decisions. Nice. I made them throughout my career as an entrepreneur, and every time I made them, they ended up uh, in the wrong place for me, not in a positive space. So do whatever you can do to build some consistent habits. When you feel that emotional, the emotions rising. What I did is I went into a, an office that was empty next to me and I meditated for 15 minutes and then I came back and finished what I was doing. But um, yeah, so build some consistency there. So you bring your emotions down before you're responding to somebody because um, you always respond in a different manner when your emotions are at an even keel versus when they're really high and you're high strung. And that, that's a lesson for me. I continually have to say it because I continually have to learn it.
0: Oh, I, Michael, I am constantly telling myself, am I being driven by my emotions right now or am I being driven by my commitment? What am I committed to creating here? Am I driven by my emotional state in the moment or am I driven by what I've set out as to like what I'm no matter what creating committed. So I would say that that is a perfect place to land. And if you bring a message to that, I don't know if you know what you're going to speak on that stage, but women were emotional creatures. We've been allowed to experience our entire array of emotions our entire lives. We've been able to use them to manipulate and and to become a martyr and a victim of our circumstance. As a man standing on a stage, speak into that because it's it's our biggest enemy right now when we are going out to be leaders in the world is that we have a tendency to be driven by our emotions. And the, on the flip side of that, when we finally sink our teeth into commitment, Michael, as women, we are, the, people start looking at us like, why aren't you more emotional? Why are you so committed? Why are you so driven? And then you get the other side of it from people. Does that, do you know what I mean?
1: No, 100%. 100%. So yeah, I, I'm going to be. Uh, I actually have an alignment assessment that I'm going to be presenting on stage. It basically allows you to spend 24 hours uh, looking at your activities and align and how aligned they are with you and what you're trying to accomplish in your life. So it breaks that you break down basically everything you've done in a 24-hour period of time. So it be. It's a little different doing that now. Um, because we have a little different of uh, reality, but um, it's still super powerful. And anybody who's interested in receiving that, I'm glad to email it to them, you know, for free. Um, if they send me an email to michael at michaelg com.
0: That's amazing. That's amazing. All right, you guys, align with him. He's no joke. He's been on Fox 5, Fox Business, Huffington Post, Inc., Utah Business, Desert New Forbes. The list goes on. This guy is the real deal. Connect with him. I love you, smart women. Let's go. I want to thank you for listening and subscribing to The Smart Woman Show. My vision for you is that you would experience the same level of success me and my friends have. Break open that vision, girl. DM me on Instagram at thetaraoldridge, and I will send you a link to book a free strategy call with one of my success coaches today. Let's do this.